Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man welcome back to Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man hello folks welcome to the first episode of season three three whole seasons of Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man I'm Michelle Pink Chicken and I'm Tom the Lazy Man and we're back for another banger episode. I don't know what that means. No. Uh, it probably means like a British sausage that Jack would probably overcook and serve with raw potatoes. I disagree. I think he would undercook it and then overcook the potatoes. Now he so I'm over, going he the, burns uh, the meat. He usually burns the meat and undercooks the sides. The mashed potatoes would be A, mostly sour cream and cheese. He gets a bigger cheese pull from his mashed potatoes. Remember the wasabi mashed potatoes? He gets a bigger cheese pull from his mashed potatoes than some people get off their pizzas they make at home. Wow. We're back with Cooking with Jack. This is Smothered Pork Chops. Jack released this about a day ago. Currently has almost, but not quite, 4,000 views. This seems to be a return to form for Jack. This is actually Cooking with Jack. Yeah, this was released at his non-usual time of 6 p.m., which we covered in a pre- or we've recorded a previous episode. We're not sure where we're going to put it in the, the lineup here. We got frustrated at last with Condiments with Jack. It was fun for the first part, but much like Jack, it wore out its welcome. So now we have the guacamole episode, his rip-off recipe from Chipotle, or Chipotle's as he calls it, and uh, that's gonna end up somewhere in season three, but we're not sure yet. Much like his hot dog video, which seemed to be an emergency filler video, much like his beer bread episode, which you could tell he did months ago and was just waiting to use it, so he used that to cover up the days he was dealing with his Facebook hack. We're going to use his guac ripoff recipe as our emergency. So when you hear the guac podcast, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong with Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man. Or we're just lazy. Yeah. By the way, say hello to Thor, our cat in the background, taking his frustrations out on his circle toy. Yeah, the Pink Chicken and I have been watching this video incessantly since he aired it yesterday. And uh, we just couldn't wait because this is this is pure cooking with Jack goodness. So we're recording this video a little earlier in our evening recording schedule than we're used to. And that means our cat is still active. So if you hear stuff fall and us curse and say something about a furry a-hole or floof ball, we're yelling at the cat. <laughs> the podcasting on the reel. This was released later in the day. Well, Jack has a new schedule and there's some new video making techniques that premiere in this episode, which is again why we want this to be our season three opener because now it's a whole new ballgame with Jack. Even though he's been a video producer, quote unquote. For more than 10 years. Right. The basic elements of um, non-diegetic sound and out of sequence editing of his produced videos has seemed to eluded him to this point. A very linear editing style. This video he 
switches it up a little bit. I guess we should start the video, whatever it is that you normally say. That thing I say? Yeah, that thing that you say. Yes, let's get to the thing that he normally says. <laughs> All right, folks, synchronize your YouTubulators. We are hitting play in three, two, one. We're off. The ingredients that he has in this recipe are... a scattered are pile on the table. ...haphazardly placed, so you can't see what everything is. The product is not faced. The herbs are not chopped. The meat is not out of the package. He just hit the camera and decided to wing it. This further the leads... olive oil, The olive oil drizzler bottle is placed very phallically at the center of his waist. <laughs> Apparently it curves to the right. <laughs> that would be the damn cat. Cover from that. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell he said. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> what the hell? Was... What is wrong with you? Oh my god. He's talking about how his olive oil bottle looks like his penis. <laughs> kind of curved off to the right there. Oh god. So we get his crappy little title card and his eight bars of stock sound music. This further leads to your theory about domestic strife. You are seeing a video that seems refreshingly devoid of Tammy input or effort. The onion here has not yet been chopped. The, uh, the herbs are not chopped. The garlic's not chopped. Nothing's been arranged. Uh, it didn't even take the, the lid off the butter dish. We're back at the frying pan. pan. The, the stone the frying pan. pan. The rest recipe calls for olive oil and butter together, which usually you put the olive oil in, then you wait for it to heat up, and then you melt the butter inside of the olive oil so that it doesn't burn, so it doesn't brown. He doesn't do that. He just melts it together. He does coat the bottom of the pan, though. That does make me happy. And there's no meat booger in this one because it's whole pieces of meat. The butter is already starting to brown. Right. The milk solids have separated, so it's too hot. It's not going to coat the pork chops as he thinks it's going to. The seasoning job on this is really bad. It's literally in the center of each pork chop. It doesn't cover the entire yeah, the, spread. Yeah, the, putting them seasoning side down, which is a bold choice. And you'll see when he flips them over because everything wilts. Like down the center. It's like bullseye with his condiments. There's just a little pile of spice right in the center of mass of the pork chop. If he was playing that old carnival game, Shoot Out the Star, he'd have a teddy bear. Oh, and he has he has crowded the pan, so that means that the sides of the pork chop yeah, are not cooking. Yeah, three would be okay, but he's pushed the fourth one in there. If you listen to the audio in this section, there's a loop sound effect of the pan frying, and he's doing weird voiceover stuff. He does this in his home, so there's no reason he can't just sit there at his kitchen counter and record with a microphone, but it sounds like he recorded it in his spare bedroom editing suite in the upstairs where he live streams from. So there's there's all sorts of weird sound going on here. It's a very Willy Wonka kind of effect. The onions are browned. The garlic is... looks like it was in the freezer again. Now he's glazed the pan with chicken stock. Most of that boiled away almost instantly because the pan's too hot. Then he decides almost immediately to dump the uh, heavy whipping cream in there to make his cream sauce, but it's not going to. Can I just say this looks like the video for the... Um, creamy chicken thighs? The creamy chicken thighs. Creamy chicken thighs haunts your dreams, doesn't it? Yes, it does. You've mentioned it in several other episodes. Yes, it has. You're missing the best part. This is Jack trying to be Chef Jack by sprinkling a little bit of the freshly scissored thyme flowers on top of his masterpiece. It, he doesn't say it's for um, taste. 
taste. He says it's for decoration. It can't be for taste because the meat's burnt and the sauce is greasy. So thyme flowers aren't going to do anything for that. Now we have a dissolved cut to a much different pork chop. His pork chops, if you notice, the ones that he did are sitting behind him in front of the coffee syrup bottles on the rear counter. This pork chop, which he did not have a chance to fit in the pan the first time, looks way more evenly and lightly cooked that he's now taking a bite out of that Tammy probably cut for him. Right. This might be where Tammy has re-entered the scene. She probably took one look at those pork chops and went, uh, Jack, they're burnt. They're, they're raw on the edges and they're burnt in the inside. And so she had to take over because if you uh, undercook beef a little bit, well, you get tartare. If you undercook pork, you get worms. She had to step into her wifey mom role and stop Jack from hurting himself. This recipe is smothered pork chops, right? Like you pointed out, it's almost identical to the creamy chicken thighs. The creamy chicken thighs and the Cajun chicken. Because like, it's like dump a bunch of fucking liquidy stuff on the top of the chicken and then magically it cooks no, itself it's in its different. own broth. Oh, that was bone broth. Remember he was in that kind of keto, leaning keto, bone broth phase for like a week? Let's say that he's trying to make something similar to the other two recipes. The other two recipes had a thickening agent, which was flour, which he poorly incorporated into the liquid. And that made it thicken up a little bit, so it kind of smothered the chicken. There's nothing smothering here about this. I sat and I looked up recipes for smothered pork chops, and yes, there is no thickening agent in most of the recipes, but most of the recipes do not come out looking like this. That pan looks disgusting. He does not know proper cooking technique. Remember when we were watching Sam the Cooking Guy? And Sam the Cooking Guy was like, if your meat is too thick, if you have a chop and there's a little bit of fat there, you want to score the fat so the pork chop doesn't curl up. Guess what? Jack's curls up. When you want to make a sauce like this, you don't want the pan any more than like a low to a medium heat. Jack's was medium high and he's cooking with gas, so that's just instant heat. It's not like he has any play on that stove to adjust the temperature. It's a gas range. If you want it hot, it's immediately hot. So as soon as he puts any of that liquid in, it starts boiling off, so he's not going to get the consistency of the sauce that he wants. And as soon as the cream hits that pan along with the grease, it scalds. You know what we didn't get in this one? There's no fundraiser clip. There's no blue screen of hope. No. There's no, and there's no outro card. Yeah, there is no outro card. I, ju- I didn't think about that. And there's no graphics in this one. There's the weird audio and video edits, the, the voiceover, a, a greater attempt at post-production, which of course also fails. There's a harsh audio cut around one minute and 40 seconds. It's very jarring because normally with Jack, when you watch his videos for their editing technique, you can tell he just shoots the video in sequence and cuts out some things with some uh, little dissolves. With this, he went back and he was he was trying. He had two tracks of audio going, but of course he didn't know how to, he didn't know how to do a crossfade, didn't know how to do an audio bed because the sound effect is just as loud as the foreground voice. There was some narration, but he didn't bother to try to match the post-production audio to the production audio. This is a guy who's been producing YouTube videos for over 12 years. Yeah. And this is this is where he's at. This is another one of my Jack conspiracy theories. The whole reason he moved to his premiere time is because this is now being handled for him by some company. You know, hey, Jack, you have to release your videos on this time or, you know, we'll take over releasing your videos for you. We'll, we've noticed your editing. We'll do your editing for you. Plus, we'll do all your social media marketing. I just feel like there's something else going on. But you know me, I have these conspiracy theories about him. Yeah, well, he's definitely not trying to influence the picker. Or just like a man-child, because we know he listens to us. He's been caught doing it, and now he just sheepishly backs away from that. There's other um, cooking tuber YouTubers that release their videos later in the day and I'm wondering if he's trying to copy to get into a different picker. Maybe the Babish picker isn't working for him. He's trying to get into like 
Sam, the cooking guy. It would make sense because that would be following a West Coast pattern. Yeah. His release schedule would be a West Coast pattern or he's trying to get both. He's trying to get Western United States around lunchtime, Eastern United States around dinner time. Right. Well, we will have to pay attention to that as we watch future videos of Cooking with Jack. But I think we, I, I think we have, uh, I think we have drained the pan on this one. Thank God, because it's pretty greasy. And the cream scorched. <laughs> yeah. This is our season opener, folks. Thanks for taking the journey with us. Uh, looks like the, the game is afoot, Watson. You know, this is Jack's new thing, like weird audio editing choices and the ingredient pile on the table. I think we're going to have fun this season. How about you? Absolutely. Catch you on the flip side, folks. Wait for the next video and... Thank you for joining Pink Chicken and the Lazy Band. Thanks, folks.